Alrighty, time to talk uh, a bit of boxing and a big weekend, wasn't it? Uh, particularly in, in California. Big weekend uh, for one of our, well, unbeaten Aussies. Another unbeaten Aussie um, in Brock Jarvis. He made his uh, US debut. He had Jeff Fennick uh, in his corner and uh, he came out on top. Joining us uh, to talk a bit of boxing is, uh, well, two-time world champion Billy Dibb. Billy, thanks for joining us, mate, on Higher Ground. How you doing? Chris, thanks for having me, mate. I'm doing well. Doing great. Big weekend or big day, uh, wasn't it, yesterday? Um, and then Brock Jarvis making his uh, US debut. Um, a good performance. He won. He won again by, by knockout. Uh, how did you rate it? Um, look, it was a great test for Brock. Um, unfortunately, I don't think he, he got the win the way he wanted. Um, the referee stopped in, uh, stepped in a little bit early to stop the fight. But, you know, in saying that, um, Brock rallied back from getting hurt and showed a lot of grit and toughness in, in doing that. And you know what? The most important thing is, is that he not stop another win and, uh, and the journey continues. I think that's 20 now. It's uh, 20-0 and 18 of them, 18 of them now by by knockout. He can throw them, but I tell you what, he can he can take them too. I, I was watching a bit of that fight. Um, I'm not sure what round it was. It might have been the second round. He was up on the ropes and he was absolutely, he was copying a hammering. Yeah, look, it's not, not, not ideal. You don't want to be taking them kind of shots, you know what I mean? Uh, no, especially not in the boxing ring, you know, it's not, not good not good for the brain, I guess. But, um, you know, like I, like you said, you know, he rallied back. He showed some toughness and grit to stay on his feet. And uh, fortunately for him, he, um, you know, he got the win, which is that's the most important thing. You know, the kid now moves to 20, you know, with 18 knockouts. The journey continues for him. I mean, it's... There's a lot of factors that go into it. It's his first international fight, so he could have been a little bit nervous. Mm. You know, uh, first time in front of an outdoor crowd like that. And a lot of things play into factor. And I, I guess look, the most important thing, as I said before, is that we, we, we got the W. That's important. That's it. And, and his opponent, was it, was it a fight that he was expected to win? Yeah, look, he was definitely expected to win. It's, his opponent was like basically a, an opponent who had come in as a... Uh, you know, it was just supposed to be a stepping stepping stone for, for Brock and, you know, a showcase fight. And um, sometimes you underestimate them guys and they catch you, they clip you, and um, that's what happened. And what about the division? Well, he's still growing, isn't he? He's still growing and he's got a lot of growing still to do. And that was his first fight um, at the 135 mark, I think. I think I heard something about being his second, but look... In the last three fights, Brock's fought at super featherweight, lightweight, and, and, and he's fought at uh, featherweight as well. So, you know, that's three divisions he's jumped up. Um, when you talk about the current climate or the current, the current crop of lightweights out there who, who are dominating, it's a solid crop of fighters. And um, I don't see Brock being able to compete with any of them at this current moment. You know, I think the most important thing that Jeff Fenney can do as his trainer and his manager is just take it really slow with Brock and... Um, Basically, let him grow into the weight because you know you got great guys like Tiafimo Lopez there. You got Devin Haney, uh, George uh, George Cambosis. You got Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia. The division is stacked and scary mm. right now for somebody like Brock. So where next for Brock then? What, what where does he go from here? Does he does he stay over there? Look for more fights over there, or is there anyone over here that he, he should be taking on, or is he beyond that now? No, no, it's, it, I don't think there's anybody here for him to take on in Australia at the moment. I think um, what the plan is, uh, what I've been reading, of course, is that Jeff Fennick is going to keep him over there and hopefully he's going to appear on the undercard of Brock Jarvis. I mean, uh, sorry, George Kambosis versus Tiafimo Lopez. Mm. So um, that's, I guess that's what their plan is. But, 
in regards to what Jeff should be doing with him, I just think that you just got to take it real slow. You know, obviously, um, you know, he got buzzed against a kid who really shouldn't have buzzed him. And um, you know, it's uh, you got to you got to sort of take a step back, um, reevaluate everything, and just uh, make smart decisions. Mm. Obviously, Brock's been hurt on a few occasions now, so you know, you obviously, want to be really, really careful with the way you you're uh, guiding him through. You want to pick the right fights for him. Mm. Well, I know that Jeff has got big plans for Brock, and and you're saying he's still got quite a bit of work to do, hasn't he? Because that division is is so stacked. Um, another Aussie, another unbeaten Aussie, and he's been on, I guess, a, a quicker tra- trajectory, if that's the right term, uh, towards a, a challenge soon, we hope, to a, a world title fight is Tim Zhu. Um, what's the latest with Timmy? And obviously his next fight is uh, is in Sydney now. Yeah, look, Tim's doing great. Tim's uh, just been a, uh, you know, just a treat to watch. He's, uh, he's progressing really, really well. He's got a great skill set. Obviously, you can tell that he's very well schooled. Hits the body well. He uh, he attacks he attacks his opponents correctly. He measures the distance. He's just an absolute um, pleasure to watch. And I think um, you know that he's got the right team behind him and uh, the promotional company that's looking after him. Matt Rose and the team there at No Limit are doing a great job and bringing over the right opposition. And his next fight is against the world-ranked Japanese kid, who's definitely very very tough and definitely will bring the best out of Tim. But Tim is just on a whole other level with these guys. I just feel like. The only people that Tim's going to really struggle with right now are the champions, like the current champions, the Charlo brothers, Castiano. They're going to be hard fights for him, but I think, you know, um, other than that, I don't think, uh, you know, anyone's going to give him problems. I think Tim's very, very talented, and um, it's only a matter of time. Obviously, you know, um, I, I believe that he can become world champion, but mm. as I said, you know, it's just uh, you want to wait and see what happens with Castiano and uh, the Charlo brothers. Do you know much about his his next fight, his next opponent in a way? Yeah, I do. I watched his fight against a really tough Mexican kid who's signed by Golden Boy Promotions, who's obviously making a lot of noise. And um, they they thought it was a tough fight. And this 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 Mexican kid usually knocks everybody out, but he couldn't knock this Jap over. So this Jap definitely has a good good set of whiskers, and um, I know that he'll definitely push Tim and give him some good rounds, but. I mean, it would be great to see if Tim could stop him because that would be like just an amazing win for him. But even if he doesn't stop him, I think Tim will get a comfortable decision victory. Mm, I like that expression, a good set of whiskers. So what's that? That's boxing yeah. talk for a good jaw, is it? Can take it. That, that's exactly what it is, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the path for Timmy then? Um, just for those that might not be following the boxing scene as closely as you, uh, the path then to a, to a world title fight for Tim Zoo. what's it look like? Well, Tim is currently ranked number one in the world. He's actually ranked number one in the world, and he's basically the mandatory challenger for the WBO championship of the world against Cassiano. Um, obviously, if Tim's going to fight for the world title, he's going to need to venture overseas. Mm. They're not going to let him fight for the world title here in Australia. They, these guys will never come here. You know, especially the guys who are signed to Al Heyman, which this kid is signed to. Signed to he is signed to Al Heyman. I, I know for a fact that they will not get on the plane and come fight here. Obviously, when you're throwing out figures like $7 million, what they mentioned, of course, Cassiano said he'll swim here, but that's not really the figure that they can offer. No one's got that money to throw around at the moment. And um, I guess the best way for Tim to do it is just obviously win this fight, and then he's going to have to venture overseas with his team and uh, basically go and collect that belt from over there. All right, mate. Uh, Billy, any anything else to report in the world of boxing that our listeners might be interested in? 
Well, you know, we've, got, we've definitely got that big fight between uh, George Cambosis and TCM mm. Lopez happening in late November. It was postponed a few times, but I think George will finally get his opportunity now to uh, stand um, face-to-face with TFIMO in late November. And hopefully if uh, if George can pull it off, he'll be, uh, you know, one of the only Australians to win the undisputed championship that's collecting all four belts in one fight. So it'd be a major, major win for him and a major win for Australian boxing. And very, very exciting. And let's just see what happens, I guess. It's, it's, it's not going to be an easy fight. It's not a walk in the park. And... You know, George is going to be up against it, but um, he believes in himself, and there's a lot of people out there who are backing him. Mm. And you yourself, Billy, what, what what are the plans for you? At the moment, I'm just uh, really taking it easy, just, mm. just training, staying in gym training, but I'm set to fight next year in uh, February at Jupiter's Casino in uh, in the Gold Coast okay. against uh, world-rated lightweight Jacob NG. So obviously, you know, there's a lot of exciting things happening. Like when you think about... The, the end of the current climate of boxing. If, if George can somehow um, dethrone T. Fimo Lopez, and then I can beat Jacob Ng, then that could set up a super fight somewhere down the road. But wow. I mean, that's just uh, thinking out loud. But we'll just have to see what happens. He's got to do the job. I've got to do my job, and then uh, then we can talk about that. No, Billy, we we like you thinking out loud, mate. That could be a scoop you've just given us here on Sen. So you've certainly um, not even thinking about retirement yet. You've got a um, maybe some big plans on the horizon. It's good, isn't it, at the moment? Um, Aussie boxing. So uh, we can continue following, obviously, you and George and and Brock and Timmy Zoo. So plenty happening, mate. And uh, I appreciate you. Uh, uh, spending a bit of time with us uh, tonight on Higher Ground. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, to all the listeners out there, thank you for the support. And uh, God willing, uh, we'll continue to bring great results back for Australian boxing.